0: You're listening to the Compliance Insiders with Roger Fendelman, where you can hear the best and brightest experts in the mortgage industry discuss compliance and technology issues that affect you. It's all you need to know in 10 minutes
1: or less. Welcome back to another episode of Compliance Insiders. I'm Roger Fendelman, and today we'll talk about a day in the life of a compliance officer in the year 2018 with Josh Weinberg. Josh, thanks for being here again. My pleasure. We were talking a few minutes ago before we started recording about some of your thoughts in the coming year. There are significant changes that we've been watching and observing, and I've been talking about in the podcast for several weeks now with the CFPB, with the new director, and the new direction that everybody thinks the Bureau is going to be headed with reduced enforcement and some type of regulatory relief. But that doesn't necessarily make life easier in the year 2018, just different. And when we were talking, you had mentioned two major issues that any compliance officer ought to be focused on. One is reviewing some of the choices that you've made in the past several years and how you lend based on CFPB rulemaking and somewhat vague enforcement activities And then the second issue is taking a look and keeping a very close eye on the states, especially the activist states on the coasts, and looking at how they might even step up their enforcement or engage in new regulations, new rulemaking of their own to pick up where the CFPB left off. So what are some of your thoughts on this? And as a compliance officer, how do you plan to handle this in the next year?
0: There's really a couple of points that I look at. And really, as I start to look forward, I do have to start by looking back and going through what the last couple of years in terms of regulatory supervision and enforcement have looked like. As you mentioned, the tenor or the pace from the Bureau has been different, different from HUD and the Federal Reserve and others who previously had enforcement and supervisory activities. And we've seen not just a heightened or increased pace of updated rulemaking. But we've also seen some different decisions or interpretations from the CFPB on rules like Section 8 of RESPA. We talked in part of our last podcast about the phrase of regulation by enforcement. And so with this change in administration and with leadership at the Bureau, I really do think it's going to be interesting to see how that shapes out. I also think depending on who ends up leading the Bureau and the direction they take, uh, it has the opportunity to allow the Bureau almost to change direction a little bit, to go from that regulation by enforcement perspective to one that looks at authoritative guidance that industry can rely on, really focusing more on that supervision role, less on that enforcement role. And I think that would really be welcomed by all of industry. At the same time, I think a reduction in enforcement or a more lenient approach and regulation from the Bureau puts compliance officers in an interesting position. We certainly, over the last couple of years, many of us have moved from the back office to a seat at the table. And I think some of us are concerned about that seat being moved. One of the things I'm really happy and proud about at First Choice is by setting the culture of compliance, we've really been able to use compliance as a competitive advantage, not an area where loans or opportunities go to die. And I don't see that changing. So in terms of looking at policies or procedures or directions like marketing service agreements or relationships with Zillow or others, I think it's too soon to tell whether we're going to shift course. So right now we're not making changes. We're certainly continuing to monitor and listen to the chorus of voices that are requesting change. If I had to put my personal wish in, this would be the opportunity, I think, for the Bureau to go to a a commission instead of a single director. Again, to me, that's not a, a political issue. That's just the fact that the breadth and depth of responsibilities the director of the bureau has are so wide and varied. I think it's beyond the capacity for any one person to have that type of subject matter expertise. So if you bring in people who are expert in other areas and let them jointly rule, you really get rid of many of the constitutional issues that the CFPB has been battling, but also hopefully gain some greater continuity and consistency to the type of direction and leadership should there be a change in the single director or one of the people leaving in the future.
1: Josh, you're 100% right on that thought. And I guess we'll see what happens, whether the Republicans who are heading up the charge to overhaul the CFPB will continue with the idea of the commission structure or whether now that they have their man in charge, they may leave the status quo. I think one thing that's important to mention to the CEOs that are listening across the country today, you should definitely resist the temptation to cut your compliance budget for 2018 or somehow reduce the level of importance that the CCO plays in your firm because it's just way too soon to do that type of thing. One of the things we talked about was the idea of being first. I don't think anybody listening wants to be the first to do anything except to make the most money or except to make the most profitable loans. That being said, we really have to be vigilant in keeping an eye on the industry and the pulse to see where the trends are, and then take action. If it means making changes to your compliance structure or even the compliant policies and procedures that you have, first, you don't want to be the lender who leads the industry by doing that because, as you would mentioned, Josh, you might be doing something still that's incorrect. And perhaps a state regulator might want to begin an enforcement action against you if it disagrees with your view.
0: I think you're, I think you're absolutely right. Specifically to the point, and I hope you're listening, my boss, um, not the time to cut budgets for compliance officers or the compliance function. It really is true. Even if we think that all the rules are going to be reversed or moved away, that's going to be significant change in implementation lift. So even if everything was removed, and I'm not advocating that it is or that it should be. But even if it were to be changed, that change is going to take the skill and, and assistance from the compliance officer to make sure that it's done appropriately and effectively. You also raise the point of, of the states. And, and to me, that's a, an issue that I think hasn't gotten quite enough coverage, but really is critical. For many lenders that are licensed in states, they have not just CFPB and federal regulation to deal with. But they have also the state's licensing authority, whether it's the Department of Banking or uh, Department of Financial Services or different divisions. They all have different names, but largely take on the same role. And often those agencies sometimes have limits on their ability to supervise or enforce to those who are licensed under their authority. That's not the same for state's attorneys general. And I think particularly even to those that have federal charters under Federal Reserve or OCC, To the extent that there are activities that states find inappropriate or out of compliance, they are not going to be shy to take those actions. And the risk then becomes, instead of having one set of comprehensive or cohesive federal guidelines to follow, we have the potential of 50 state regulators creating a patch quilt of regulations that serves each of their individual states. My hope is we find a happy medium we don't switch from one end of the pendulum to the next. We find a balance of the right fit for consumer protection and ease of doing business. So that is not putting compliance or legal requirements in the way of doing business, but also not create a situation where doing business is causing harm to consumers. So finding that sweet spot, again, that balance between federal and state, between consumer protection and business friendly, that's really going to be the role of the compliance officer and one of the things that's central to my thinking for next year.
1: Great points. We have an evolving situation where there's going to have to be this newfound ability to respond quickly to these types of issues. We have to be very aware in 2018 of potential changes that we could be facing and the fact that now these changes are coming more from the states and not only the federal government, not only the CFPB. Are you a compliance insider? Then go to CompliancePodcast.com immediately
0: and join our mailing list so you never miss an episode. Got something to say? Request to be on the show. Go to CompliancePodcast.com with your topic ideas. And as always, thank you for listening.